0: And we're back, another installment of your table talks that are rogue. Your weekly talks, weekly talks, weekly Take your medicine. talking around the table. The road right. ta- is the table rogue, or we is the talking rogue. We've never rogue? figured that out. We've, yeah. we've not named that.
1: Well, there's Believe no that, table. There's no table anymore.
0: There is no table. It's a metaphorical table. Yeah, know, we're sharing a metaphorical table across the miles. Uh, And we never actually shared a physical table, (laughs) usually. Uh, But here we are, number 78, I believe. Um, We are up firmly into the the offensive lineman uh, numbers. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, And we are talking about uh, encounters with Jesus. Um, And this one is the healing of the paralyzed man. It's in Mark two it's in luke 5 uh i don't know if it's in matthew anyway does i i digress um but it's the it's the episode you know where the friends bring the paralyzed man to jesus and, and go through the roof and we'll look at that in a second but uh what let me start with this what do you want for christmas Chad?
1: aha um us I want a ski trip
0: Chad wants a ski trip for Christmas we're sending that out to our listeners
1: uh,
0: and <laughs> your love free... donations <laughs> yes uh, what's your Venmo yeah no um, <laughs> so I think it's uh, It's. I feel like um, I don't I mean I'm to an age now where I don't even necessarily wait know. should
1: I have said world peace and yeah, yeah you like, should have no pandemic
0: Right. Right. Healing of the land. Yes. Healing of the (laughs) virus and the the virus of disunity. Yes.
1: Yes. That's what I want. So, yeah. Yeah. Fine.
0: But that's what I want. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I don't don't even know. I mean, I don't even think about it. And you might just remember long ago getting the Christmas catalog in the mail when I was a kid and wanting everything in it and blah, blah, blah. Um, And I just think sometimes we don't always know what we want or what we need and what our greatest need is. Um, uh, and so sometimes you get what you want, but you're not, you know, it's a little disappointing cause it's not exactly, or you get something else and you're like, Oh, this was actually, this was actually better. And I kind of feel like that's a little bit of a picture of sometimes of a life of faith where we don't always get what we ask for. Uh, uh, Can't always get what you want, as the Rolling Stones, as Mick Jagger saying. Come on, Stone. Uh, uh, But you get what you need. Um, So, kind of with that question hanging, we're going to dive in. Um, You've got to, you've got to jump out schedule-wise at some point. You got other work to do, and and so do I. So we're going to have to be brisk uh, this week. Right. Uh, Briskly walk briskly through the scriptures, Mark two one through five. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home and they gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it. Then lowered the the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven. Um, so it's a remarkable scene. It's, you know, you, if you're picturing it, um, they've come a long way. They're carrying their paralyzed friend. They get there. They can't even get close. You know, Jesus is apparently in like a a, a, a door, a room inside a house. that's sort of facing out like one side of the house. And, you know, this room is full. People are crowded around and, So they can't, they can't get in that way. So probably they go around back, climb up on the roof and, and dig and dig through the roof,
1: dig a hole,
0: dig a hole, uh, through the roof, uh, which whatever kind of, you know, we could go into what kind of roof it was and all that stuff. But obviously,
1: well, do you think the homeowner talked to Jesus afterwards?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What was the insurance, uh, situation? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what did uh, what did the State Farm man say? Uh, <laughs> so how did you get the hole again in your roof? Yeah,
1: Jake from State uh, Farm. How does Jake sense? from State
0: Farm <laughs> says, yeah, I don't think you're covered. Um, and so this happens, and it seems as though the the implied request uh, is obvious, but it's not stated. They just bring the friend. And bring the man to Jesus. They did whatever it was necessary to bring the man to Jesus. Yeah. And when Jesus saw their faith, uh, He said to the paralyzed man, sons, "Your, your sins are forgiven." I think in, um, I think first it's interesting when Jesus saw their faith. So let's maybe just stop there. Um, so what is that?
1: how does that strike you what's your, what's your what's your response to i'm recalling a time where i probably made people uncomfortable uh which is maybe a daily occurrence but i it's not always intentional i'm not like a huge shock and awe kind of person but i remember preaching on this at calvary at mid rivers and i said when jesus saw their faith his sins were forgiven and I said something like, put that in your, I got the Bible figured out, pipe and smoke it. Yeah, <laughs> And it got like three laughs, <laughs> it got three ha-has. but I, I just, that's what strikes me about that. They don't ask anything. It's implied when Jesus sees their faith, I guess you could include the, the person. I'd have to do the Greek work here for grammar uh, because there has a clear connection to something before it. When Jesus saw their faith, it's likely that it's pointing to some men came. They carried. And that's what the man it seems everybody. like. Yeah, right. It's right. it's it's, right. it's the men that carried the paralyzed man. So Jesus sees their faith, and his sins get forgiven. So something uh, communal there, something uh, bigger, maybe more mysterious than we're able to speak into. Um, he doesn't seem to ask for forgiveness.
0: Right. That's that's the thing. It's so interesting there like what is the man <laughs> what is his response to that and we're not yeah. told obviously well he's not he's um, not
1: confessing sin it's like you showed up and the first thing jesus says is your sins are forgiven
0: based on their faith yes based on yeah so i think it's a, it's an interest that's why i kind of wanted just to toss it out there and see because it's just an interesting situation in so many ways that uh, and I think other, I think other translations, I mean, uh, you could look in the Greek and, and tell me, but I th- they say something about Jesus seeing their faith, being impressed by their faith, being amazed by their faith, um, you know, that, that there's that sort of sense of Jesus seeing their faith um, that, and it, it, I do think that's a trend in the gospels. When we see Jesus being amazed, it's, you know, when those words are, are used It's always in relation to somebody's faith or somebody's lack of faith. Um, And so that's an interesting, I don't know what to do with that, but that does seem to be a trend that you see. But um, so yes, there's a lot going on. I think let's talk about, he saw their faith thing. Uh, Their faith seems to be the thing that he saw was them bringing their friend, digging a hole through the roof and, and lowering their friend in. And that mm-hmm. that and their faith seem to be equated, at least in the English. That that is what he saw, and and then he saw their faith, which is that as well. Um, and so that's the kind of the question of what what is a visible faith? Is is can faith be seen in the sense by us? Uh, how is my faith seen? Um, and you know how do I evaluate my faith by what I see in me or what other people see in me? Because I think it's easy to say, well, I have faith. And then James says, if you have faith, but not works, your faith is is you. So I don't know, not to get into a works religion sort of thing, but obviously there's something there going on that our faith should, if we have it, we should see it somehow. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I I mean, I think that's a really um, strong point that we consistently have to make and consider is saying I have faith, um, if there's not a showing of that faith, then saying I have faith probably is either pretty empty, somewhat dangerous, I don't know, but, but here we don't see anything said we simply see their desire to get to their friend to their friend to Jesus because obviously it's all implied which is is kind of beautiful but we think Jesus can heal this man we believe Jesus can heal our friend that's why they're going to Jesus and so because of their belief they show it we're gonna dig through the roof we're gonna fight through the crowd we're gonna carry I can't remember somebody preached on this recently and this could have been something as short as a two to three hour walk. It could have been a two to three day walk. You know, I can't remember. Carrying somebody. Carrying somebody. So this faith was displayed... Uh, By their behavior. And that's what Jesus is evaluating. They didn't say anything. So Mm -hmm. they didn't have confession of faith. We believe you. We believe you can do this. Please do this. We see that other places in the Gospels. But here it's simply their behavior that Jesus evaluates and says, that's what faith is like.
0: Yeah. And I think so. That's an interesting thing to ponder that their faith may well have been this inner conviction that Jesus is the one who can heal. They had faith that Jesus could heal. But if that's all it was, I mean, it's not worth much if you don't then, if it doesn't produce some sort of action and the fruit of that belief was carrying their friend to Jesus. And I think that's the sense in which faith and works are not the same thing, of course, but a faith, as James says, without works is not, is use is without use. Like our faith should be transformative And if we're being transformed by our faith, then we should do different things. We should say different things, think different thoughts, act in different ways. And if we're not, I think it's fair to say, do I really have faith? Uh, I think we tend to equate faith with our our, our immediate thing is, well, no, I still believe all that stuff. Um, Which, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Instead of if i have a f- actual faith it's going to actually result in actual action uh, well, and, and probably and probably just real quick the kind of action is a sacrificial so, and it can, it's not a uh, going to a church that i like to go to because i like the services and so that doesn't necessarily require faith uh, it's some action that you wouldn't take otherwise it's you know serving in some thankless thing or giving money and nobody else knowing about it or whatever. Those are the sorts of things that faith or forgiving somebody in your heart. And you're never going to get credit for that. Or there's no credit to get really. Um, Those are the sorts of things that equate to the four friends carrying their
1: Yeah. Remaining, remaining um, a Christian when you're under persecution or when it might cost you something praying when you don't feel like it, you know, these are all expressions of, but there's something greater and I'm going to trust in that something greater and I'm going to, it's going to be displayed and actually that's, that's, that's the danger. And I think you and I tend to agree on this, that, that faith for some in the evangelical world, uh, in the past became about, uh, do you agree that this statement is true? Yes. And it, and it was reduced to that. And I agree that this statement is true. Jesus is Lord. Jesus rose from the dead. You know, whether that's the apostles creed, uh, whatever it might be, do you believe this? And then therefore you're saved. Therefore you're, you're an insider, you're a Christian, however, however you want to call it. And I think the Bible's clear. And, uh, we, we try to hold this up of that's, but that's, that's not it. That's not less than that. It's a good place to start. Um, right. But that's not the cont- totality of how the Bible.
0: Yeah, it contains that.
1: Uh, right. You know, it that is
0: definitely that. involved. That's necessarily involved. It's hard to not believe those things and have faith. And, and there, are, there are places, I think, in scripture where it's referred to as the faith, which it, you know, to, you know, keep, uh, you know, to guard the faith. Um, and you know, part of that is probably guard the teachings against heresy and so on. Um, but given the nature of the things that we're believing, we, you know, the faith involves the Holy Spirit coming to inhabit and producing fruit. And if I really believe that, and if that's really true, then at some point, I guess I need to see fruit, right? I mean, it, there needs to be some sort of uh, otherwise it's just a pretty story that I like to believe, um, or, or I, or I want to give myself credit for believing. Um, and so that's partly, it's an interesting, like, what is a, what is faith? Um, and another part of that question that I want to get to in the time we have left is, um, so how, do, how does that faith display in our approaching when we approach Jesus, particularly in prayer, um. That there's some element of trust involved in our faith. That they bring the friend and they don't ask for anything. That mm-hmm. could be they just assume it's obvious. But if it's obvious, it's not obvious to Jesus because He gives them something probably different than right. <laughs> yeah. And that's the sort of like, are we? Am I willing? It's an interesting. I think often in the in the church we've heard we need to pray specifically. I've always been a little dubious of that because there's a sense in which praying specifically is good. Uh, I guess, but there's a sense in which, um, that might just be me making a list of things I want for Christmas sort of, uh, and instead of saying, Lord, here's this situation, you know, may your will be done. May you bring redemption. May you bring healing you know i don't maybe even know what i'm asking for other than here's this thing and i i need to give it to you and trust you with it It's like do basically they bring go
1: ahead. go ahead do you think you're suspicious or dubious as you say of that because it it might look f- filled with faith and spiritual gusto on the one hand, but on the other hand, it could be a guise for need to control and make certain the outcome. Like I need, let's pray for that to happen and this to happen and that to happen.
0: Right. I'm praying for a 7.9% raise. You know, I've been told to pray specifically.
1: (laughs) Well, and Jesus
0: told me do a better job. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's like, okay, um, that is if that's what you're praying for, I, I I don't think, you know, I don't think Jesus is going to punish you for that prayer. It's just, okay, so what's going, instead of just, I give you myself, my family, my finances, I, you know, pray for your blessing and favor, and whatever happens, you're going to trust that Jesus knows what the best thing is in the long, in the long run. Uh, and it may not even be what I'm thinking. Like he, the thing may be, I need to learn how to get by with less. And I need to learn to trust him in, in uncertain financial times. That's the thing I really need. And yeah. so that might be the way he answers the prayer, which is going to sound like a no. Uh, just like this guy, well, it seems obvious he needs to be physically healed. But Jesus knows, you know what? He needs something else more. He needs the sins forgiven. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing he really needs and that's like again was he disappointed was he you're looking for a book
1: <laughs> I, I was i'm gonna get a book for a quote i just read the other day but i i think it's not here so go ahead <laughs> well it's just like you know what was the response i mean
0: there's some comedy sketch view of you know view of this thing where the friends are going what you know, like, that's not why we're here. Um, but I think we can be like that. Well, that's not what I pray. I pray for a 7.9% raise and I didn't get one.
1: Um, it's like you get a transfer. <laughs> it's like that's right. not even close <laughs> in the ballpark of what I was yes, asking for. It's like, totally not it. <laughs> but it's like showing up to a restaurant and you getting a vacuum cleaner. Like it's that's not even in the realm of expectation. We need this guy to get healed. I think when you think about when you think about faith in this realm, yeah, I don't know if that—that that probably won't preach. So throwing it out there. No, just but it, if they but, bring the vacuum cleaner to the table.
0: There's <laughs> probably a long, awkward pause. Like, what the heck is going on? Like, here? I don't even
1: know what to say.
0: I don't even know what to say, and I just wonder what the friends are like. What? I, maybe what not. Do we say maybe maybe this? Yeah. Uh, great. Forgiven. Hey, great, great.
1: Also. <laughs>
0: we that, don't want to carry that him is, back that, that is you know actually
1: why we showed up that's a good one but there's another thing i don't want well, to carry wonder, him back when you say well, like, what's faith well, how do we approach jesus part of me um and the book i can't find i think says something like this is you 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 ex, it's acceptance it's accepting what you get is what faith is and right you know yes there's when when our kids were in the mdo pro- program at uh calvary one of the things the teachers would gently instruct the kids with, and and that's in elementary school as well, is you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. And, you know, I'm sure as a kid, that's a wonderful thing that they love to hear. But uh, but there's, I think there's part of it that's true. And we as adults maybe act like, you know, display our faith, our toddler level faith when we want this and Jesus gives us that when really faith is accepting that Jesus knows best, that the gift is probably the best thing for us. And we may not even get to see it this side of eternity of how that is the best thing for us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That right. That's right. That being with Jesus is the real gift and everything else from that. I need just need to trust him for, and that's going to be, what's best, even if it's physically difficult, even if it's not what I want, even if it's whatever, um, that again, we talk about a lot, I talk about a lot, this bigger story in the bigger story, you need forgiveness way more than you need to walk. Mm -hmm. Um, because that impacts all of your eternity. Um, and I think that do we trust Jesus with the bigger in our, with ourselves and our family and our loved ones and what's important to us in this bigger story, um, that not getting what we want might be actually what we need. And that we, you know, the thing that I really need to do the thing that I really need to do is bring my stuff to Jesus and then trust him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and that's what the friends do. That's that, that's the faith that was rewarded. Um, and, Uh, let me let me just uh, jump ahead real quick and the response of those there some teachers of the law this is verse 6 were sitting there thinking to themselves why does this fellow talk like that he's blaspheming who can forgive sins but God alone immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that this is what they were thinking in their hearts and he said to them why are you thinking these things which is easier to say to this paralyzed man your sins are forgiven or to say get up take your mat and walk but I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, "I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home." He got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, "We have never seen anything like this." So it's interesting that um, the the Pharisees, the teachers of the law, their reaction—we don't know exactly what the friend's reaction was—but their reaction is. Um, he's a blasphemer. They correctly say who can forgive sins, but God alone. And so they're not, I mean, it's not like they're happy for the guy <laughs> or anything right. or that it's you know, Hey, your sins are forgiven. That's awesome. Um, you know, they're like, uh, you know, how does this fit with my understanding of the story? And then Jesus asks an interesting question, which is easier to say to this paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven or to say, get up, take your mat, and walk. Um, and he's, you know, that, that you know, that I have authority to forgive sins. I'll demonstrate that by letting the guy, you know, by making the guy walk. And that's what happens. And you can see something about, you know, the purpose of miracles is to demonstrate who Jesus is, uh, Mm -hmm. that yes, only God can forgive sins. And that's, and Jesus is saying, I, I have the authority on earth to forgive sins. Um, And, but the question that I think is interesting is which is easier to say to the guy, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and take your mat and walk? Um, On the one hand, it seems, well, the saying your sins are forgiven. I mean, I can say that. Mm -hmm. Anybody can say that. Mm -hmm. So it seems on the surface easier to say your sins are forgiven. We don't necessarily see the miracle of that. Jesus knows the cost of that. Jesus knows that that is way harder. He's going to have to die and be resurrected for the sins forgiven part to actually uh, take effect. Uh, And it's actually very, you know, it's actually easy for him to say, yeah, go ahead and walk. Um, But to us, I mean, we kind of have a sense of what would go into forgiveness and that we don't have any idea how to make a paralyzed man walk. Um, And so one of them seems harder than the other. And I think we get it backwards. Is that, what do you think of that? That's my, that's my impression of that question.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's more important. It's, it's of weightier importance that his sins are forgiven, but it's in that moment, maybe easier to say because there's no physical proof. Right. Nothing seemed to have happened.
0: Right. But of course something did happen.
1: Of course something did happen. it's less important that he take, gets his mat and walks, but it's harder to say in that moment because that will, something will have to happen. So, yeah, I don't know. There's a, there's a, Argument, I think in Latin, from the lesser to the greater, greater to the lesser, and I don't know which is at play here, but it seems to be at play. If he can do this, then he can do that. Right. And, and Jesus I, can I, say your sins are forget, right? You know? Well, I, I think
0: it's, um, in a sense, both are sort of happening that, hey, listen, only God can forgive sins. So if you can forgive sins, you ought to be able to make them walk. Um, and, Jesus is saying, I'm going to demonstrate that I can forgive sins by making him walk, which is Mm -hmm. the the lesser of the two, if you will, the more temporary of the two, the more temporal of the two, but the one everyone reacts to. I mean, everyone sees the man walking and is amazed. Um, And it's interesting that and this happens a couple other times. Okay, they're amazed, but it's not like they go, well, does that mean he can forgive sins? Maybe he's God. I'll
1: believe <laughs> right, in him This right. seems right. like it never happens. <laughs> it's, it's, it's leave it up to us humans. No, look at this. He can walk. I've never seen it. and we forget that he said something about forgiving sins.
0: <laughs> right, right. Um, and so I don't know. It seems like it all plays around th- this idea of what is faith? How do we see it? How do we demonstrate it? Is my faith visible? Trust? Am I willing to bring something to Jesus and not like over specify my intended, uh, my intended result or outcome and let Jesus deal with it? Can I do that? Uh, and then this whole sense of what do I really need? And, um, you know, it, do I need a demonstration of Jesus's spiritual? transformation is that something like he almost acquiesces to the crowd okay listen you need to see that i can forgive sin so i'm going to do this for you mm-hmm. do i ever do that do i ever like unless i'm going to need the fleece to turn you know to be dry or to be wet or to be whatever i'm going to need you know i'm going to need i'm going to need a receipt i'm going to need a something i need a i need something from this right i need some proof <laughs> yeah Uh, do you think we do that? I mean, and what is that, I I don't know. Is that
1: bad? Uh, I don't know if it's always bad. I, I I don't know. I think you can make cases for, for both from the scriptures. Um, I think it depends. Maybe it depends on why do we need it? What are we looking for? Right. Um, is it really trust or are we just looking for a guarantee that God's going to protect us or be our secure, like make us secure in this. We don't want any type of hardship. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think the answer to that question might just go back to what is the state of my heart? What is the state of my faith as I'm struggling through it? You know, that it's sort of like the atheist saying, well, if God, if i God, if you exist, speak to me audibly right now, you know? Right, right. right. Okay. Well, that's not really coming from a place of belief. And you're challenging God to something that he has no obligation to do. And the irony there is if God says, Hey, I'm here would the atheist then actually believe, or would he go All to right. the psychologist and say, I'm hearing voices, <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's uh, a great point. right. It's, it, it, I think at the end of the day, there's some mystery to faith where I have to be willing to take something without evidence that is somehow, I have some basis for believing I'm able to take it without evidence, and it's hard to describe. I think, and I think this mm-hmm. whole story revolves around how. Do, what does it mean for me to have faith? How do I ask for things in faith? How do I approach Jesus in faith? How do I respond in faith? Do people see my faith? Um, it's. A, I just. I don't know. I think it's very difficult to sort of respond in that you know, real concrete, well, this is therefore what faith is. Uh, but I think there are some interesting questions for us to ponder. And I, I you know, the, I my response, just not always, but in this time is through the story, is my faith growing? Is there fruit that people see? What would that fruit look like? Um, you know, do, if my faith is growing, do I know it? <laughs> Is there a right. graph? Can I chart it? You know, I I, I, just, I don't know. I don't know. Those are just my wanderings uh, <laughs> uh, through this. And so it's kind of, I don't know. Well, just leave, we'll just leave us there with, um, you know, maybe a prayer as we bring ourselves to Jesus in prayer and say, grow my faith um, and let him do something with it. Uh, and you know, that's in, sen- in one sense, that's what happened here. So, um, yeah. so I don't, I don't. Hopefully, that's not the hurricane whistling through. Uh, it was a you know, vacuum that, cleaner. Okay. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So yes. Uh, all right. So you know, be safe. Uh, you know, if the hurricane okay. comes through, get in the basement. Uh, probably don't have a basement there. Um, nope. Nope. Uh, I'll have faith. Have faith. There you go. Speaking to the hurricane and faith. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, with that, we're going to leave you there. Grace and peace, everybody.
1: Thanks for listening to Rogue Table Talks, a Calvary Church media Productions podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts.